Welcome back to Pistol Shrimps Radio presents the Virgin America Safety Video Minute brought to you by Mac Weldon, Colin Pity, the first time listener. It's the daily podcast where we analyze, scrutinize, and celebrate the Virgin America Safety Video one minute at a time. I'm Matt Gorley from James Bonding. And I'm Mark McConville from Spontaneation with Paul F. Tompkins. <laughs> Mark, we're four minutes into this bad boy. How you doing? I just want to touch base with you, take your pulse. I feel pretty good. I feel like this video is coming apart a little for me. Oh, really? Yeah, you're in it. the weeds. Yeah, deep yeah, in. But you know what's not going to come apart? What? A pair of Mack Weldon underpants. Man, you are not wrong about that. They're going to go on your body when you wake up and you decide, I don't want to be naked anymore. You're going to probably start with underpants. Right. I don't know a person who gets dressed like this. Let me put on a shirt and some socks, then underpants. <laughs> I don't know if a person like that is on this earth. There's got to be. Somebody who puts a shirt on first. Well, there's some. it's not that they're putting a shirt on first. It's that they're like, I want to let it dangle as long as possible. Until the yeah, last possible you, minute. Maybe you take a shower and you dry off and you realize your nugglies are not quite dry enough yet, but you do, you're in a hurry. So maybe you slap on it. Yeah. Maybe you put on a shirt. But I but think what you're trying to say. could be a Mac Weldon shirt. Yeah. Is, is buy Mac Weldon. If not to get people like that in underwear sooner rather than later. I guess there's a scenario as well where you would put on socks first because maybe your house is cold and the floor is cold and you want to protect your feet from the cold floor. Mack Weldon can hook you up. They make socks. Here's what you do. You go to MacWeldon.com. You buy something using the promo code MINUTE. That tells them, hey, people listening to this real large piece of bullshit called Pistol Shrimps Radio presents... The Virgin America Safety Video Minute, Colin Powell, the listener, are really buying things. So we're going to pay them to do another one of these whenever the season breaks. Now, we've said this in every episode, so it's no surprise to you because you're not coming into this episode cold. And if you are, maybe you are the only person that truly understands a podcast like this. That's astonishing if you're listening to this one first. But just coming into the first one ain't going to really get you that much more squared away. I guess you're right about that, man. I won't argue with you. So go to MacWeldon.com, use promo code MINUTE, and maybe we'll continue to do things like this. We'll try to find the next stupid thing we can do. There's got to be more out I'm there. I'm sure there's a great idea. One of yours is that we do the Young Pope. That's right. We do every minute I don't of think, the Young Pope. I don't think Mac Weldon could sell enough underwear to pay me what I think I would need to do it. Well, I'm excited. Stay tuned for next episode when we find out the amount that Mark has seriously considered. And maybe we could do a Kickstarter for it. Just keep in mind the favored nations, I have to get this amount too. May I put a caveat into the Young Pope Minute? Maybe. I'd like to hear it first. You the, may present I'll, it. I would like to present this for consideration. I would like to, if I, am, if I do say yes, if, hypothetically I say, let's do the Young Pope Minute, <laughs> I would like to watch it one minute at a time. And I, not, not see it ahead of time? And not watch the whole oh, series fine. and then go back. Sure. Because if I'm watching it, I only want to watch it. Look, I got to be once. honest. I've only seen the first two episodes. <laughs> <laughs> I did enjoy it, though. It was weird. I liked it. All right. Um, well, 
Minute four Minute begins four. with uh, Cordelia, the flight attendant, and uh, her two bows about to unfurl what I thought was a large crepe, but ends up being an escape, an inflatable escape raft, and ends with Steve just straight up creeping on Gabby in a hangar wide shot. That sounds about right. Yeah. So yeah, let's start right at that zero, what, zero one, colon zero one, one second in. First of all, Take a look at the set configuration this time. This is the second time I've noticed it. There's not only like door frames and little things representing the windows, but they also have curved pieces of of white that sort of suggest the curved fuselage, but it looks like they're in a whale's belly. The rib cage of a plane. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. This is a hell of a set designer. Yeah. Could've when done, that could have done a little more work. So when that just uh, kidding, I'm just kidding. I know all this. They're all gonna because these guys, whoever's in this, whoever made this, they you know they have yearly reunions where they all get together and watch it. Yeah, they head down to Bill's Burger Dick and just have happy hour all over the place. My name is Bill. I'm a Burger Dick. Here's what I do. I find out the mysteries of burgers. Did I tell you? Who solved my quarter pounder? It was Bill? What did you tell me? What? Well, I have an idea that I don't know what to do with. Okay. I think I know what this idea is. You sure you want to record this? I'm positive. You mean I don't want to record it? What do you, you want? Mean? I mean, do you want to put this idea out into the world? Because someone will steal it? I think someone will steal it almost right away. Really? Okay. I better save it. No, no, no. I want to hear it, and I think the people want to hear it. You can't tease people like that. Let's... Let's figure this out. Okay. Hold I got to talk to you about this when we're done. Okay. All right. What are we what are we doing here? Oh Matt? wait, hold on. That's going to play in the in the bedroom or You just want it right here in this room, right? Yeah. Hold on. This is really going to be worth it. Okay, Matt. What are you doing? This looks like a Sonos controller. Yeah. So you're dialing up some some music? Yeah, that's right. Okay. Okay. Um Here's my idea for a show. I hope that music's coming in. What's this song? This is uh, Desmond Blue by Paul Desmond. Got it. It's my theme song, right? Okay. It's the mid-1960s. Got it. I'm Declan Cartwright, interior design detective. And I go to ladies' houses, and they say things like, Mr. Declan, I'm concerned about my walnut credenza. I said, don't worry about it, ma'am. You're right. You are right to be concerned. It's a veneer. It's not solid wood. I knew it, Mr. Cartwright. Don't worry. I'll find out who did this to you. And then she throws herself at me and I say, I'm married to my business. And then I leave. Is it a business? Or does he work for the interior? No, it's a business, but even if he didn't get paid for it, he'd do it for free. So it's like, you know, like... Could it be like Cartwright in my office? I got two of my best. No, officers. he works for himself. I'm saying like he ha- the cops have to hire him. Like oh, occasionally. Well, they come to him for the real knowledge. Yeah, he's got somebody a partner. Somebody resurfaced. Like- somebody resurfaced the federal judge's bench, and nobody knows what it is or who did it. Let me stop you right there, Judge. It. First of all, your terminology is whacked, and I won't listen to it. Also, he's got he takes on a new partner every time, and the partner always gets killed. His partner gets killed every time. Yeah, but not by murder, just furniture falls on him. It's always accidental. Because there's no real high-stakes crime in this world. How high would the stakes be? Like, would he work on, like, a a historical restoration? Yeah, well, like, we're talking, like, you got a fake Eames chair or something like that. I got a reef... I got a... uh, 
I gotta get this tarnish off the Liberty Bell. I'm not. Like, you don't want to. You no. don't want to go to no, like I'm talking, Dan Brown level. I'm just going to ladies' houses when their husbands are at work locally. Yeah, in New York. Oh, so it's in New York. I think so. Doesn't this feel like a Cleveland kind of thing? Or no, no. Oh, Mark, Baltimore. All this time I've been talking to the wrong person. I'll fade that music. Out. God, that is great music, man. Uh, nothing like white jazz. <laughs> all right. Gabby got a curvy spine. <laughs> <laughs> but, You're saying she's got some... Do you notice like all the moves she's doing are postures. very like... And I sympathize because I've noticed that I have some kind of some kind of front face and scoliosis or something. Yeah. Swayback, Amanda calls it. Swayback? Yeah. Does it, is it related to what happens when you get drunk and you look like the Keep On Trucking logo from No, that's just it. When I get drunk, I relax and my sway back go into a C curve. <laughs> I would like to discuss uh, another element of a plane that I've never seen. I've been on a plane many, many times. Yeah. And as we discussed in a previous episode, I've never seen the oxygen mask. I wouldn't know if there was a picture of a man with an oxygen mask on the oxygen mask, which is revealed... In earlier in the Virgin America safety video, I don't know what the yellow slide that comes out of the plane looks like, mm. but that was one of the most anticlimactic parts of this. You safety hope video. it doesn't look like that because that, that looks like, like a, a slip and slide. Yeah, yeah. I wrote wet banana because that's what I had. Oh, do you? Did you ever have a wet banana? Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I had. So I don't know if the wet banana is the knockoff of the slip and slide, or if the slip and slide is the knockoff of the wet banana. Is a slip and slide that is a like a brand name? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. But wet banana comes with a sprinkler that is a banana that you hook up to your hose. Yeah, right. And it, that's what gets the Yeah, I have one here. Wet. <laughs> uh yeah, I'm with you. It didn't I think that was a again willing suspension disbelief. Although the oxygen masks seem pretty authentic they and so real. did the life vest. So did the Let me belts. tell you, one time in seventh grade I went on a school field trip. More than a field trip, went to Washington D.C. That's not a field trip. No, that's not. That's like a, a seventh grade. Yeah, that's I think a common year for people to go learn about civics. That's when you're ready. I learned about civics around that time and just never left my hometown. Well, it was an optional trip. Obviously, you took the option. <laughs> so I flew from Whittier to not. How many no, kids on this trip? Um, I would say like. 10 or 15 from maybe two or three different schools. What's the kid to adult ratio? It's probably five to one. Five four kids to, to four one to adult? One, maybe, yeah. Four, or four adults to one kid. No. <laughs> but what happened was, ah, oh, some dude, I can't remember his name. Maybe it was Brian Barr. Maybe it was Rick Landreth. I hope it was the latter. Stole... The inflatable life preserver from the airplane. From under the seat? Yeah. Or from the armrest in first I class? I think at that point it was under the seat. Got it. And when we got to the hotel, we all went to one hotel room, and there they are with this thing. And lo and behold, two either FAA or FBI guys show up at the hotel. Really? And we're like, where's our life preserver? And they were like, this is a federal crime, and those two got in big trouble. Wow, I guess it stands to reason if you buy a ticket and they know you're on the plane and they know where you sat and your life yeah. vest is missing, they could find out. But it more was like about that. You. Like they, yeah, they weren't kidding around. It makes you feel good. 
I feel like I, this was not a trip that I took, but our high school band went. By the way, later that night, Rick Landreth drowned in the Potomac. If he would have just had that. Our our high school band did a trip, and uh, my old buddy Aaron Fisk joked about a bomb in the security line, oh. and boy, did he get pulled out of line. Yeah, I once did a drawing in high school of, of a joke drawing of, of a friend's car getting a pipe bomb thrown at it, and the cops came and pulled me out of class. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. Don't threaten. Well, that was a fun diversion, Matt, but let's get back to this yellow slide business. Okay. That It just seems really strange that that was... It felt like the video itself was building and building and building, and then these poor guys just roll out a tarp. Yeah, it feels like... What what movie is it when someone's going a little bonkers and their tongue rolls out of their mouth? Is it like airplane or something or naked uh, gun? Uh, I th- no. Is it why is it why do I think American it's Chevy Be- Chase? American Beauty. <laughs> it was the English Patient. Uh, I don't know what movie that is. Is it? It's not like Beetlejuice. No, it's like a. Is it a com- Tim Burton? No, I don't think so. Uh, someone will let us know. There's a tongue that rolls out. Yeah, but it's like a prosthetic thing. But it's it just feels like that kind of like something that you'd make a whoopee cushion out of or something. Oh it's yeah, just kind of gross. Maybe that was just sort of like hey, it's the best we can do today. I think so. Here's a recurring thing in the video that I we haven't talked about yet, which yeah? is the the little like Minority Report digital screen uh-huh. with the plane on it, where like the little yellow slides come out. Yeah. I wonder if that's in the previous episode. With Pete and Alex, if that's what they're talking about, where they can they can put any plane in that right. thing. But I, you have a good eye for this stuff, and I don't. I couldn't tell if that was a practical or digital element. The screen itself, it seemed to be digital to me. Let's go but take a look. Once I say that, I realize it's probably not that hard to build something like this. I just, I don't know how you would build this white frame I can with tell the rounded you right corners. Now, the the frame is practical. And then the graphics are just superimposed just they over it because center to me too. Yeah, they are. I think, <laughs> um, yeah, that's definitely the case. Cause there's nothing in the center of it. It's meant to look like there's glass. Maybe they have their glass there in real life, but likely it's probably nothing. So it's just a, it's just a weird game show frame. Yeah. It always seems like stuff like this gets designed so is this in a warehouse somewhere? There's just a weird white frame that they built for this exists. video. And yeah. then they went, okay, well, because we're prop people, we don't throw anything away. We might as well. Could I buy that? At a charity auction when you're collecting all the props from safety video minute? Yeah, I mean, I already have some window stanchion guys. How many of those you got? I got four or five of them. I got three F. Sometimes I like to play airplane at home. I just play a little like, can I get a ginger ale? Yes, and don't call me Shirley. Um, guess who's back? Back again. Who? Steve. Steve is back. Is it fair to call Steve the lead? He's probably the lead flight attendant. Like at the end of this, if it were to continue past the end of the video and you were to go the whole flight and then you were to touch down and he would, he'd be the guy saying, on behalf of all of us here at Virgin America, I'm Steve, your lead flight attendant. Welcome to Cincinnati, uh, or wherever your travels may take you. Well, it seems like they should know where they just landed. 
That's a curious airline phrase that you hear regardless of airline. Welcome to Los Angeles. We wish you well in your travels or wherever you wherever they may take you. That's there's always a thing like that. You know what I'm saying to you? Yeah, it's got a real open road, positive. Your life isn't written yet. You if can this, still be happy. If this is your final destination, welcome. If not, good luck on the road ahead, traveler. Yeah, blues traveler. Thanks for flying with us, economy. At one point I had five copies of Blues Travelers Four. Is that real? Yeah. Why? I think I was in college. You just wanted four copies because I, I was called for, I, and then someone no, gifted you one. It was. It wasn't that. I feel like I liked that record, f- and I bought a copy of it. And then I think my roommates all gave me when they moved. They're like, "I'm not moving this CD. I'm over this garbage." <laughs> and everybody just handed one to you as they walked out the door. Yeah. The mountain winds again. And then you, not too long ago, did improv with John Popper. That's true. <laughs> If I had a dime. <laughs> uh, what's Steve doing, by the way? And who are the dudes? When Steve shows up again, it feels like the last shot of the day. Like chairs are kind of all over and the lights are low. Yeah, we're it, getting tired. It feels like, hey, let's have these guys come and do a thing. And it kind of mirrors where we are because we're doing all of these in one afternoon. Yeah. And it's going well, but taking a little longer than we thought. Yeah. But that's... That's to be expected, I think. Yeah, that's just Who are podcasting. Those four guys, the guys that show up. Yeah, I don't know. I guess we I don't mean, care. You want anymore. me to name them? If you want to. Well, one of them is definitely named Carlos the Whackle. Okay. The other guy next to him is named Lee's uh, Gibbons' boyfriend, Stephen. 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 Okay. Then we got Parlor Jim the. Absolute Slim, who's no less than 350 pounds. Bigger guy. Yeah, this bigger is the bigger guy. guy. And the last guy is Peebo. No, no, hold on. And take that back. Nicole Kidman's brother, donate plug adult woman. Could somebody list the names of these actors? Just put a full list of the last four episodes that have the names of all these actors. Or characters, whatever. They're all the one and the same to me at this okay. point. Okay. Yeah. So you want the names of the characters. Well, like Gabby, Cordelia, you want, Steve. You're looking for a Pistol Shrimps Radio Presents Virgin America Safety Video Minute, colon. Oh, brought to you by Mac Brought Weldon. to you back by Mac Weldon, colon. First time listener. Pity the first Pity time Pity the first listener. time listener. Wiki. Yeah. Like, you want yes. a wiki of this whole project. <laughs> Please. <laughs> I like that we have access yeah. to the video and you could look at the guys I'm talking about, but yeah. we're still stuck on the Minority Report screen. It's the least someone could do for us after we did this stupid thing. I agree with you. Yeah. We might as well build a stupid empire. Yeah. Haven't we already done that we're in a way? We're getting there. We're getting there. And besides, we're getting to a really exciting, harrowing part of this video. Oh, yeah. This is... Yeah. This, this feels jarring. Out of nowhere, you got... Two exorcist backwards spider crawling men. Horror movie crawl. Yeah. What's that? Ringu. It does feel like Ringu. Yeah. Star. In a major way. Yeah. I feel like now I have to make someone else watch this or I'm going to die. <laughs> Which well, I guess is I what think, this podcast is all about. I think we'll be safe. I think we're going to be fine. Yeah. This feels reverse engineered. This feels like we have, now that we know... It's some of the yeah. d- dancing reality show stars. Yeah. It feels like 
hey, Lawrence and TB can do the backwards crawl. Yeah. So let's get them in there. What what could they do? Oh, let's have them do the exit row thing. Lawrence doesn't like to go by his nickname Larry, but Tuberclear likes to go by his nickname TB. He's a hell of a dancer. What context are they in? What, what At what point it's are they... The, it's the thing about, this is the exit row, just follow the lights. Okay, that is the least efficient way to exit an emergency situation. You shouldn't do that. You're going to trip other people. Yeah. You're going to be low to the ground and out of sight. Are you looking for us? Maybe for they're the problem. They probably are the problem. Yeah, they're the danger of the plane. They seem like they, are, they lost their wallet. Spiders on a plane. Let's get these monkey fighting spiders off this Monday to Friday plane. <laughs> but don't worry about those guys, because guess who's back? Oh, it's the nun. Carlotta the nun. Carlotta is back to sin again, she's, so that we might be cleansed of our sins. That's right. Well, first her first sin is she's wearing Converse, and that's just, I don't know, too contemporary for a nun? I, yeah, I, I can't believe we've made it this far, and we haven't really had a costume discussion, hmm. meaning... The, f- the people that ostensibly work for Virgin, the flight attendants and such, they are wearing uniforms. But everyone else on the plane, no one seems to be wearing any brand name stuff. I always look for that. I always oh, look yeah. for, oh, you got a, is that a Nike swoosh? Is that some sort of They'll brand? They'll never do it. Yeah. They generally don't do it. But the Converse All-Star, a very iconic shoe. Yeah, those you can get away. It's almost like those are public domain in a way. It's the happy birthday of shoes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, James Bond's public domain in Canada. Because it was written seven years earlier in Canada than it was here? No, it was just that country's copyright has somehow expired. And you can you can do royalty-free sales of James Bond in Canada. I can't pretend to understand what that is. Let's say you and me head up to... We go to Vancouver. Stittsville, Ottawa. Yeah. And you do Blofeld and I'll be James Bond. All right. And I think we can give Daniel Craig a run for his money. <laughs> Christoph Waltz, I'm throwing down the gauntlet. Tired of your schmaltz. <laughs> Daniel Craig, shake a leg. So the nun, she she's singing now. Yes. She was just dancing before. And then, I think it's her voice, a, a flight attendant comes up next to her, this man, and then he pushes her away? He pushes, he steals her the limelight. Voice. He steals her voice. He's a voice thief. He's Ursula the Sea Witch. He's an international voice thief. Or she transfers her voice to him, which is witchery, and that's another sin for Definitely her. a sin. Either way, she's, she's involved in some... She's a false god. Yeah, she's involved in some real shady shit and shouldn't be a nun. Let's also just go to, she's a passenger on this plane. Yeah. So she should not be imparting any goddamn information to the passengers. Nor should she be up and walking around in an emergency. That'd be like me on a flight standing up and going, hey, everyone, watch out for the oxygen masks that are about to drop down. Yeah, if anything, you think she'd be standing up going, don't worry, I know God. Everything's going to be fine. Yeah, I talked any- to him this morning. Would anyone like to confess their sins? Because I love hearing dirt. I'm a real gossip queen from way back when. Hi, it's time for Carlotta's Gossip Corner. I heard Lisa Landry down at Yellowgrass Lane has been boontanging her charge account. Hot tip. 
Martin and Lisa down at Cloverfield Gutch have been dating each other for Wednesdays. Me and Martin and Lisa doing non-confessions at the Gunch. Me and Don Carlotta driving stickless down at Coupland's Doge. All the flight attendants there are wearing all their sister's clothes. Hi, I'm sister's clothes and operator, Baldry Bodozos. All right, cut the shit. Because <laughs> we got one more very important character. Smokey Robinson Jr. shows up to remind you you should not be smoking on a goddamn plane. Are you talking about little guy deep voice? <laughs> That's him, little guy, deep voice. Is he also a little sexual? Because uh, he ends up in the lap of Lisa the librarian. He does. And in a way that's like, hey, baby, let me tell you how it goes. Yeah, he seems wise beyond his years. Also, Lisa's vaping. Yeah, that Or e-cigging, I guess. Yeah. What's the difference? I'm not sure. One's tobacco, one's juicy, like Captain Tobacco Crunch. juice or I weed juice? I'm not really sure. Yeah, me neither. I'm a real square from way back when. And I, I honestly don't need to know the difference. No, I don't, I don't either. Care. But it does seem, this seems like an important part of the flight. It is against federal law to tamper with smoke alarms, to smoke at all, and you have a goddamn child telling you about it. Yeah. In this video. This seems like a moment that you want to give some gravitas to. That's true. And here's the little guy deep voice just letting you have it. And you've got a woman who's a contortionist, ostensibly a librarian, and a vapor. That's how she stays slim. Is there any stereotype she won't defy? Wow. I want to know what makes her tick. This kid is the best-dressed kid in the entire video. That's true. I mean, he's the best-dressed person in the video. He looks great. Yeah. I want to dress like that. Yeah. I love this kid. Little guy deep voice. Smokey Robinson Jr. Little guy deep voice. I also love the little snappy, don't forget. It's like the only time the flight attendants are all working together. Oh, yeah. They do the little finger wag, don't forget. High quality, quick little, they pop in, they pop out. I mean, this thing is nothing if not precise and tight. Although it is five minutes long, which, think about it, any other safety video or safety demonstration live is what? A minute, two minute tops? I don't know, Matt, because I flew Delta, and that safety video is a real yawn fest. Oh, yeah. Matt, I, didn't you, you, we flew together. Yeah. They do like a, it's me, Linda, I'm in Singapore with these guys who have gongs. Oh, are you, are you saying that we got to do the Delta Airlines safety video? Minute? It might be worth it. But that one is like real employees are in different global locations oh right remember there's like a guy with the bagpipe and there's a <laughs> and that was thailand <laughs> it's just employees all over the world tell just letting you know how it is also We're all... i've chosen the exact wrong mic position for us to have a, a comfortable conversation <laughs> We're i have just my figuring whole this out. back is twisted my neck is turned the entire five episodes you're, you're for... a chiropractor's dream oh god well, I feel like we're at the end, unless you have anything else. Yeah, I do. I think you're glossing over something really important. Which There's also the return of a previously established character right at the end, and that's Biker Dan the Terrorist Man. Oh, right, because he's just sitting with his phone. But he got kicked out of his chair, and now he's just back in the chair. Yeah. What changed between 
was that Cordelia? That... Well, maybe that's an air marshal sitting next to him. Or maybe he's the air marshal. I feel like... And she kicked him off and he's like, relax, I'm the air marshal. Yeah, I, she's sorry. they make me wear this. <laughs> so people won't believe it. People will know I'm cool. Yeah. And then I bust them for air crimes. But I also am in a biker gang. Unrelated, I separate my work and my leisure time. Yeah. that's. I feel like that's a plausible story point. <laughs> but who's the guy sitting next to him then? Yeah. Just some poor sap? But he's doing like, comic expressions he very very it's like i'm turning off my phone right? yeah and when he turns it off like he punctuates it with his face yeah yeah who in this video do you think is like this is a huge monumental moment for my career all of them yeah yeah i mean i guess we're here talking about it for maybe little guy deep voice little guy deep voice is probably you think that maybe he thought the um, the body roller was cute? I, I did wonder about them because they're two, the, only the really two young children. There's the kid with the headphones, but he's a little older. We shouldn't be sexualizing children. Well, this isn't sexualizing. They could just be romantically, they could just nice have a little, crush like, on them. And by crush. the way, they're doing all the sexualizing of <laughs> these children, not us. We're, we're merely calling it out of concern. It, I wonder if that's maybe their first work crush. Could be first showmance. What if they're still together? That'd be nice. I mean, they could be like, theoretically, who knows when this was made? Let's say even six years ago, maybe at the oldest. Yeah. How old would you say they are? 12? 10? At this now? No, then. Then. Uh, I would go 11, 12. So there's a, there's a possibility in the multi-universe theory, even on this earth, that th- those are two 18-year-olds right now. In love. Starting a family. Getting married and starting a family. Yeah. Having a little guy deep voices of their own. And little girl deep voices. Yeah. Well, I can't think of a better spot to end it. This wraps it up for another episode of, oh, Christ. Pistols, Pistols Shrimps Radio, Radio presents Virgin, Virgin America, America Safety Video, Video Minute. Minute. Brought, to you, brought to you by Mac, Mac Weldon. Colon, pity the first time listener. See you next time.